Welcome to the Graybeard Chronicles podcast. Your hosts, Brian Halstead and Kevin Harkins, are two gray-bearded patriots who love God, their family and friends, and their country. The Graybeards are here to inspire, inform, and educate you on a myriad of topics they are passionate about. Brian and Kevin have a strong desire to share this with you to help you live your best life. Sit back and enjoy this amazing podcast as the Graybeards pass along the wisdom of the ages. Well, hello everyone and welcome to episode number nine of nine. the Gray Beard Chronicles. Okay. Your beard is looking extra gray tonight. <laughs> Probably because it's a little bit longer. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, you gotta keep letting it grow, man. Just I let it grow. It. Well, I, I haven't I haven't shaved in a few days, so it's yeah. I don't know if you're kidding about that, but uh, it probably does look grayer because there's more of it there. No, it was it was actually kind of a joke. Oh. <laughs> we're, I don't know that we're both any more gray. You, I, I've got way more room to, to go gray on the sides here. I, I got some holdouts over here that are still trying to uh, be camouflaged for my age. I'm plenty gray, so more is, you know, really not going to make all that much difference anyway, so... All right. Well, I'm excited to be here to uh, to record another episode and, and have another quality conversation. Happy Labor Day to you. Yes. Same to yeah, you, sir. It's been, a, it's been a nice long weekend to uh, do something different for a few days and relax a little bit. So I hope all of our listeners have um, been able to do the same. Yeah. yeah I know I had uh, had a great weekend filled with, uh, with family and friend time and... Uh, definitely uh it's a good way to cap it off i can tell you got some sun for sure i was uh hanging out in the water down in emerald isle and it was i got plenty of sun as well but i had 50 sunblock on so <laughs> 50 sunblock yeah. that's like an eclipse yeah. <laughs> it's like do the lights go out when yeah, you put that stuff you on seeing how white i am <laughs> well, that's because you're using 50 sunblock <laughs> You gotta let some sun in, no, man. Give it no. a chance. Give oh. sun a chance. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh my goodness. All well, right. So what what are we talking about tonight? Yeah, that, that's a great question. And you, the the um, the title that you gave it is, oh gosh, the first part. I think I'm gonna get off your ask. That's it. And, that's uh, one you have to right, really be right, sure to enunciate. Right. Get off your ask, and then. The, the subtitle was The Power of Asking, I think, which is a wonderful topic. And I was mentioning to you before we came on the air here that if you had given me 100 guesses to to try to determine what tonight was going to be in terms of a subject, I would not have picked this at all. So I am very curious to know, what was it that you, what, what, what crossed your mind or what happened or what was going on that made you pick this topic, which I love, by the way. I can't wait to get talking about it so the uh the topic for me is is something I, i've thought about in in times past and heard people speak on and i was toying with a few different topics and i guess it was um friday morning when when you hit me up and you're like hey we don't I have need, a topic for time, monday right, i'd right. like to have a little time to plan of course you didn't say it exactly like that in your text but uh i certainly knew where that was coming from and 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 that's fair right because you need you need an opportunity to be able to prepare for what the conversation is going to be about right and uh, so i apologize for for holding you off to the last minute like that but i uh i was just i was struggling with a few different uh topics and then this one popped into my head 
And uh, I think the reason I was struggling is, you know, while while I think it's important for you and I to to enjoy this and have a great conversation, um, we also get to you know chill out and have an adult beverage and have a cigar, and so so we're gonna have a good time regardless. Correct. I think we also share the desire that we want folks that take the time to listen to this to get something out of it. And so as I was going through these potential topics, I, I really wanted to make it something that um, that somebody could have some some ahas and, and takeaways from. And uh, that's how I landed on this, uh, you know, the 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 power of asking. You bet. That's uh, what we're that's what we're after is to to have an impact, passing on the wisdom of the aged. <laughs> yeah, the aged. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had to laugh because I, you know, I thought about that when we uh, when we said that passing on the win- wisdom of the uh, the ages or the right. aged. Right. Right. And. Uh, I, I was uh, I was watching Fox News and um, the one of the, the morning guys on there is Wisdom, okay. right? And I thought, wow, that, that's, that's pretty cool. That's his name, okay. Wisdom. I okay. thought, wow, pretty much anything he says yeah. is words right. of wisdom. And words of wisdom. Wow. And we are we are passing on the wisdom of the aged. Right. That's right. <laughs> and the based, ages. based on right. our experiences and the experiences of others that we have learned from, and uh, you know, it's the whole. Um, touch the stove mentality right yes. I mean we can I can tell you don't touch that it's 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 hot and sometimes we as a as a, a creature the human beings that we are that's not enough uh, you have to reach over and touch it yourself well what we'd like to do is share some information with you so that you stop burning your hand <laughs> and uh, actually learn from some of the mistakes that we've made and, and some of the lessons we've learned and uh, and maybe do things different absolutely and so when I got your title I started thinking about it, and interestingly, and also amazingly, I went in a, in a direction, and I know because of the few minutes we talked before starting the recording, is uh, once again, we came at it from some different angles, and I love that. The one that I really focused on, and uh, you know, we'll talk about from my perspective, is simply asking for what you want, and, and the, the the power in doing that, but also the difficulty at times in doing that, and examining why is it, why is asking for what you want, so the power of asking, asking for what you want, sometimes that's really hard to do, and so I would like to explore that a little bit to find out, um, but before we go down that path, you also had a different perspective, you had kind of a two-pronged approach to this. Right. What was the second one? Yeah. So the first one is like you said, and then the um, the second one has to do with learning, right? So okay. so asking to gain information, asking to 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 listen and then learn. Um, I think you know the the power of asking can be used in many different scenarios. I, here, a good example is as a um, potential conflict avoidance tool, right? So somebody says something to you and you feel yourself having a reaction to what was just said, have the presence of mind to pump the brakes a second and hold yourself back from reacting to what you just heard and ask a clarifying question to seek better understanding of what was just said. And you may find out that what you heard and the way it landed on you was not what was intended to be communicated from the other party and you, will have an opportunity to then, you know, change your reaction and take this in a whole different direction and potentially avoid that conflict. 
So that's a um, that's a powerful I, one. I love that. I, I love it, and it's a you know it's a different angle on Stephen Covey's seek first to understand when you get and your and the conflict avoidance piece of it. That's gold. Uh, that really is because you're right. I mean, I I was as you were saying that I was thinking in my head of specific circumstances that were exactly what you're talking about. You you start to hear information or you start to hear somebody say something and you immediately start to have an internal reaction to it and you want to you know you just you want to shut them down you want to uh, attack you want to do all kinds of things but you're right stop take a breath and ask try to get the context try to get why are they saying what they're saying and by and and by asking questions that is that's a really good point so thanks for sharing it you're welcome I also think that um, it's important to to be willing to ask for what you want and communicate what you want. And we oftentimes don't do that. And I uh, I, I, I typically say that um, you know you your inability to ask for what you want is basically you surrendering the right to complain or bitch and moan about what you get. Right. So. You got you got to be willing to put it out there. Right. Speak up for yourself and 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 ask for what it is you want. That can be tough sometimes, though, asking for what you want. And I I spent some time thinking about that, and I I tried to try to think back at various points in my life where I was wanting something I didn't ask for it I didn't get it, just like you said, and then now you're disappointed that you didn't get it, but. Then I started to think, why, why don't we ask for what we want? Why, what is it about asking, especially, okay, so I was, I was thinking about being a child. And when I was about three years old, when I could walk and talk a little bit, just enough, right? I would go down the street in my neighborhood, um, because at that time people allowed their children to sort of run free as long as they were on the street and home and streetlights came on. That's right. And Don't uh, come home until the streetlights come on. Don't come home until the streetlights come on. Right. And in the three-year-old brain, I would go from house to house to house, and I would knock on the door, and I would ask for candy. It was amazing. And they gave it to me. It's like Halloween every day. (laughs) Every single day. (laughs) That's cool. And somehow in my mind, I thought, I guess all I got to do is ask for it. Uh, And it didn't always work, and then I had... A traumatic event at one point and I don't think it shut me down completely but I never went back to that house again because there was a really sweet old man that lived at this house and I adored him and he was always out in front of his house watering his lawn and he would see me out playing and we'd chat and he was basically watching me grow up and so I knew that he would give me candy so I'd go knock on his door and every time he answered the door he'd give me candy or if they didn't have any they would be honest well I don't have any or you know Maybe they did. They just didn't want to tell me because they'd given me too much already. Anyway. Um, You've been here twice today. <laughs> yes. Yes. But there's some real lessons in this. You know, I wasn't afraid, and that's the key word right there, of asking the question because I didn't know any better. I didn't know that it was. And then finally I knocked on that door with that nice old man and his daughter answered the phone. The phone, the door. And she was kind of angry with me. She said, you come here every day and you ask for candy. No, I'm not giving you candy. You need to stop coming here and you need to stop asking. And it was not, you know, it was startling for me. And I was like, okay. You know, and I couldn't articulate it, but I knew that, hmm. 
And it, that, that was the first, you know, when we say children go up, grow up, and you get certain things beat out of you. Right. Your imagination, your fearlessness, your imagination, all of that. And this was a case of the first beating that I got when it came to asking questions. Because <laughs> people will give children almost anything, except at this house at this time. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, a, uh, that's a cool story. Because you're absolutely right. I mean, that, that happens, right? So we have a bad experience, whether right. we're... And we're all children. Right. We're actually all still children. Yeah. We're all... We're, we're five-year-olds. Right. We just all have varying years of experience past that magic age of five. Right. And uh, that's why there's there's books written about... Uh, there's actually one... I forget the, the title of it, but... Uh, or the, uh, the author, but the title is... Um, Everything I needed to know, I learned in kindergarten, mm-hmm. right? Because there you go. You go back and right. you visit all of those things, and yep, sure enough, you learned them then. Um, but we do. We allow people to shut us down. Um, well, I, I can't say that because that, that's giving our power away. Uh, we allow uh, our reaction and our feelings from the way something occurs, we, we change in our brain, decide we're not going to expose ourselves to that again. Right, right. And... Uh, and then you, you, you shut that down and you become potentially afraid to do that because you didn't like how that ended up making you feel. Or uh, I certainly didn't. The thing is, you know, three years old, I remember that incident. I can picture it in my mind as if it were yesterday. And that that says something. That that had an impact on me. And uh, I don't think I stopped. And I'm not sure why I stopped asking. I, I, I can't remember how it sort of faded out of my life. But that is a powerful story to, to tell you that... Um, these things do get beat out of us but there is what it builds into you is a fear of asking for things and fear of what 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 are we afraid of when when we're here's a word i got that popped into my head and that was when you ask a question and now we're on the um ask for what you want right you're vulnerable it makes you vulnerable because you might be by asking that question you might be admitting to that person that you need something Right. Or that you have fallen short somewhere and you need some help. Right. And that vulnerable feeling is one that we as adults don't like to be in. And uh, it makes us hesitate to ask for what we want. And we've got to battle that. We've got to get rid of that. We've got to go back to being children again. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's... um. You you've got to uh, you've got to have those little inner conversations with yourself, you know, and, and kind of rationalize. Wait a minute, why why am I not asking? Uh, because here, you know, you ask the question and you don't get it. So what? You didn't have it before you asked the question, so you have absolutely nothing to lose, right? Um, except for you know whatever you're going to frame in your head as far as rejection or um, the the negative thoughts that you might have, and at the same time you you are totally in the, in the seat of power there to shut that down. Absolutely. Um, oh, I was thinking, I, I, I have never received any professional sales training. Now trying to apply what this concept to the adult world, especially for people who are either officially or unofficially in sales. And actually when it comes right down to it, we're all in sales, no matter what our, you know, if, if we have a job, we're, we're, we're salespeople, whether we're selling our work, we're selling our ideas, or we're actually in a sales job selling a product or a service. And, and I just wonder, because I have not had the formal training, and I don't know if you have or not, I think you have maybe had a little, but I'm not sure about that. 
do they teach that get get rid of that fear of asking people that you're trying to sell things uh, I, I realize on it yeah some of them do okay. and and that's actually a, a great uh, direction to take this this conversation because it is the, the power of asking good questions is very very important in the in the sales environment and you're right we're all salespeople I love it when when people uh, say that comment you know that, oh I could never sell anything yes you can you sell stuff all the time. Every day. You sell your ideas. You know, you, you a bunch of friends are all getting together and you're like, where do you want to go? And you've got some place that you really want to go and there may be two or three that don't want to go there and you're committed enough that you convince them all that that's where you need to go. Right. That's selling. Right. And, and so you're doing it in, you know, every aspect of your life in, in a relationship with you know, your significant other. You know, maybe, you know, she has a headache that night and uh, you can be a good salesman right. And, right. <laughs> and cure that headache. But, um, yeah, there's, uh, that, we do that in every aspect of our life. There's, a, there's some great examples out there about asking questions, though, and, and, uh, to understand. Because I, I believe in, in sales is more of a solutions process, and it's a, it's a conversation that you're having. The, typically, people are going to buy something, and you just have to help them understand how what you're offering, either the product or the service, is going to solve the challenge or whatever it is that they're dealing with and, and create that solution for them. And, and once you do that, you know, you're, you're not really, you're, you're not really selling them anything. You're helping them buy something that they need. You just, it's just a matter of meeting their needs. Right. Exactly. Correct. And the, uh, the other key thing about the, the sales process is the last part and the part that a lot of people live out or uh, leave out at the end is actually asking for the sale, asking for the business. Um, don't just lead them two-thirds of the way down the path and leave it hanging right close the deal by asking the question right and get them to commit or not exactly because because either way you can move on but as long as it's hanging out there you can't exactly that's a good point Um, I was uh, I, I wanted to now make another point with all this and that is I was talking to my daughter about uh um, some of the conversation that was taking place between her and Paula after the at, during the lob talk about what is your why, um, right? You were there, so I don't know if you remember the specific conversation, but my daughter Joanna was talking about wanting to have a restaurant, right? And she was right. wrestling with the you know the various pieces to it, and at a couple times she got very impassioned about what she wanted and why she wanted it because the whole question was why do you want it, and. Uh, and she made it very clear. It was in her mind, the why was clear. And I am getting to a point here. When she was done, I don't know if you remember, and I won't state his name because I don't want to. There was an elderly gentleman in, inside um, that was the audience that turned toward her and said, when you're ready to start, let me know because I'll be willing to help you out. And the point there is she's never asked for help. Right. But the thing that dawned on her is, I just need to ask for help. Right. There are people out there that I don't even know. They know about what's going on or what's in my head, or, but they're they're willing to help, and that's an important piece of. You never identify those people if you don't ask the question. They wouldn't know that you had that desire, or or, or you know, it's yeah, that's a great point, and it's I think. I think that we as human beings have an innate desire to help each other. 
I think there's there's fulfillment that comes from that, and uh, people need to know what it is you want because they can't help you if they don't know. Yes, and you live in that world because you you run an organization that is made up of people doing a whole bunch of volunteer work, and they don't do it because they're making money. They do it because it feeds their soul. Right. And you are you are so spot on with that comment about it's important. And that was one of the things that as I was thinking and reading is that a lot of times the people that you ask for these things that you want, they have a need to respond to it because it's... And I got to believe that many of these interactions that take place, you and I both believe... You make a decision to do something, you put it out there into the world, and all of the world conspires to help you be successful. Right. That's part of it. Part of it is asking people for help, and it's feeding their soul as much as it's feeding yours to do what you want to do to help you move down a particular line of progress that you want to move down. They want to help because, right. and so it's, I guess it's an even exchange back and forth because a lot of times you feel deeply indebted. And you should, and I'm saying I'm not right. saying don't be thankful, right? But I'm saying by them giving, they're giving because they want to, and right. in many cases because they need to. Yeah, it's, they're definitely getting something out of it. Right. That's a great way to reframe that in your in your head. Yeah. And and you know, who are you to to withhold the opportunity from them to help you out and feel better about themselves? Right. Right. So by not asking, you could actually be um, kind of in a selfish camp. You know, and I and, and I know that selfish in some ways can be good, and at the same time, you uh, you may be depriving them of that opportunity when they would very much want to help. They just don't know that they could. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great way of looking at. It. And one of the things that's very important to the human experience is this whole idea of connectedness, that we 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 want to feel connected to each other. And a lot of times, when you when somebody comes to you, I mean, just think about think about it in your own life, whether it's family. Um, club member brother sister or just in general and somebody comes to you and 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 truly uh, desires something from you and asks you a question I mean in most cases unless there's just something really weird going on you will move heaven and earth to help those people because it's who you are right and and part of the reason for that psychologically is it connects you it this whole idea of human connection with each other and the more I thought about this topic, the more fascinating it became to me because it just speaks to so many elements of human psychology, you know, overcoming the fear of asking, the response that you get back, the need that they have to fulfill themselves by responding to your asking me, all of it is just fascinating. Yeah, that's cool. You know, I'll, I'll use this example, right, just the, the two of us. Um, we, we've talked about this before, but there's a, uh, there's a, a lady by the name of Mel Robbins and she's um, she wrote a book within the last couple of years called the uh, the five second rule. Okay. And the whole premise behind this five second rule is that we come up with an idea in our brain, and if we don't act upon it within that first five seconds, that's when we talk ourselves out of it. Okay. So you have to take some action to to move that forward, and uh, it's I think it's a great concept. And she's actually. Um, 
got a TV show that's coming out this month, a, a daytime talk show, and I'm, I'm very interested to, to see some of these episodes, and, and she does some great coaching with people, but ultimately helps people get out of their own way and, and gets, you know, get out of being stuck in their own head and talking themselves out of taking action to do things to move their lives forward. And, uh, and, and that's a great example for the whole asking thing. And that, um, you know, I had those same conversations when I was thinking about doing this podcast with myself and, you know, calling you to see if you'd be interested in doing this podcast with me. I was like, you know, I found myself in the, no, he, he wouldn't want to do that. You know, he's, he's got too many things going on. He wouldn't want to do this podcast. And, you know, I, was, I caught myself talking myself out of it. And then I said, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick up the phone. I'm going to call him and I'm going to ask him. And I don't know if I called you on the phone or sent you an email or I, I can't remember exactly w w how I asked you to begin with. But, um, yeah, I just I just put one foot in front of the other and, and threw it out there. And, oh, I uh, remember it. It was a phone call. And my, my response was immediate. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. I want to do it. And you didn't know. There you were, talking yourself out of it. Right. And little did you know that I'd been thinking about doing this very same thing and just trying to figure out what are the what are the right ways to go about it and made the decision that I was going to do a podcast, didn't know when, didn't know where, didn't know with who, boom, all of a sudden this question comes flying out of thin air. Right, because the you universe <laughs> conspired yes. to put us here. Yes, yes, exactly. Here we are. Outstanding. So another thought I had, and this one, this one sort of, for me, um, brought this whole issue, and I, it came toward the end of my thoughts this afternoon, brought it full circle from the Bible, Matthew 7, 7. We all know it. And it's a book that um, that is in uh, The Power of Positive Thinking. Matthew 7, 7. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. I mean, it is a scriptural concept to right. ask. Ask and you shall receive. Earnestly ask for what you want. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be afraid. Yes, go ahead and feel vulnerable because you probably are. You can't hide that human emotion part of it, but ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. There's a, I, I think, you know, we, we hesitate sometimes because we are afraid how other people might judge us, mm -hmm. right? Well, here's the deal. They're going to judge you anyways, right. so you might as well just go for it. You know, by, by not asking, isn't going to cause them not to judge you. Um, in many cases, they're going to do it anyway. So just you know, do do what you want to do, and and ask the questions you want to ask, and uh, and live your life. Live live your life so that you're happy with the person looking back at you in the mirror every day, and you're not walking around with regret because you didn't do something that you wanted to do. You didn't ask a question that you wanted to ask to move yourself forward. And in order to and in order to ask for what you want. You gotta what? You gotta know what you want, and that's a that's a, a big huge piece of it as well. Because, and then you know why do you want it? But yes, right. You gotta you gotta ask the question. What do I want? Right. Because you know a lot of people, probably most people, are drifting through life, rudderless, sort of bouncing off the walls as events in life occur to them, and uh, there's no real direction, there's no real focus, because they don't know what they want, and until you know what you want. You can't ask for help because what are you going to ask for? People, uh, I, th I think in general, people can tell you, and this just this kind of just flipped a switch for me. Um, people can tell you what they don't want. And I think maybe that's a, uh, for folks that have difficulty with figuring out what it is they don't, or that what they do want, maybe they could start 
by doing the exercise of, you know, go ahead and put on paper what you know fresh in your mind, all the things that you don't want, you know, and, and start the exercise that way. Well, these are all things I don't want. What are the opposite of those? And, and then, you know, maybe that would be a, a clarifying lesson for you. I, I don't know. I'm just great, thinking that through. I think it's a great practical exercise. If I don't want to do this, well, what's the opposite of that? Well, maybe that is what I want to do. Absolutely. Another thing that a couple other, so I, I was going through this. All right, now that I'm going to start asking the world for the, what I want, how do I do that? And one of the things you know, I think about, for example, the brewery here that we're sitting at. We're sitting out on the patio of the brewery right now. The brewery is growing. It's very healthy. It's doing well. And uh, it creates this wonderful customer experience for people to come in and enjoy. And, you know, the question I'm asking now is what's next? Right. How, how do we take it to the next level? Because we don't want to be, you know, what we are right now at status quo. We want to continue to improve and get better. And get, getting back to the know what you want and then asking for it and asking for the world. And there's, there's risk with asking for what we want here. There's risk for directions to choose to go in. But you got to ask the questions and you got to see what kind of feedback right. you start getting from the world as you ask these questions. And then you have to be flexible. And that was the, the point that I was really on this particular line of discussion. When you ask questions and you know what you want, Sometimes the answers aren't going to be the direct answer to what you're asking, but it sort of gives you the opportunity to be flexible and still get what you want by going in a slightly different direction. Right. Yeah, and I think um, I've heard it said that uh, the difference between people who are you know, top performers and those who are not is the quality of the questions they ask. That's, to, that's a great line. To, to seek understanding to learn yeah right it's um i know i said this before we started the recording i don't think i've actually said it on the recording is um you know when you go into a conversation with somebody don't be so willing to share the information that you know you came there with that information ask questions of the person that you're interacting with person or persons and gain more knowledge right because you don't know what they know and they may not be willing to share it unless you ask the right questions. You know, that's great in the sales environment to, to understand what it is that people are interested in or what they need. That's the, um, I mean, you can use that in, uh, in any aspect of your life in, in improving the quality of relationships that you have with people yep. um, by asking, you know, quality questions. I've, I've used this feedback exercise and uh, I think it's very powerful. If you um, have a an interaction with a with a customer or with your significant other and let's say you, you know you ask ask them you know this question how would you rate the quality of our relationship right now on a scale of one to ten uh, one being the lowest quality and okay. ten being the highest quality and then whatever that whatever the answer is whether it's a, a five or a ten there's a follow-up question you know, if, if it's a five, then you have the follow-up question of, you know, what can we do to move it further towards a 10? And they'll give you those answers, right? And and you, it may be stuff that you never realized was, was a possibility or, or something that they needed or wanted. Um, and let's say it's a 10. 
um, that's a great thing, right? And then the follow-up question is... You ask, what have you been drinking? <laughs> yeah. Or, no, you ask, that, that's awesome, right? But how do we stay there, right? So we... we there you go. We, Sorry, I you didn't know, mean to... Yeah. Um, no, but I, I mean... I imagine anybody evaluating me as a 10. But yes, I get your point. Yes, how do I stay there? That's yeah. a great question. Yeah, so that feedback exercise is, is very, very powerful. And uh, I've used it before, and and uh, and I, I, I still... You know, use it frequently. It, it just it works. Yeah, it really does work. And uh, the as we have this discussion, there are I'm always looking for fundamental principles in life, ultimate truths that seem to come up in all kinds of different environments, different times, different contexts, over and over and over again. And as you were talking, I thought, here's another one. And put it in your own words, however you want to put it, but it's the idea of, and you, you actually started out at the very beginning of this podcast with with it, and that is, seek first to understand. You know, before you react to something, before you get upset, before you think you know what's going on with the other person that you're dealing with, ask a question first. Find out why they stand where they stand. To me, this is across any... and any aspect of life and one of the one of the things I've tried to do in my own personal life now is with respect to politics national level politics in particular you know there are people out there who believe things that are so 180 degree opposite for me and I, I struggle to understand how can they think what they think I mean it just seems so illogical to me and you know what they think exactly the same thing about me they're like you must be nuts to think to believe, to to suggest that this particular course of action or this particular stance or this particular policy is right for the nation or right for what we're up to. And we are, I mean, it's the Grand Canyon between us where we stand. And it would be fascinating if you could do it without wanting to come to blows uh, to just say, how did you get there? Right. How did you get to the point where you are so that you believe what you believe? Because I am so different from you. And if you're able to have that conversation, maybe you would find some common ground that you could then begin to build from, and that's what's lacking. I, I think you are, are on to something there. I, uh, I, I've said before, and, and I believe it to be true, that when you, uh, when you have a group of people that seem to be polar opposites, that if they had the opportunity to actually sit down and have conversation with each other and not come into it in a, you know, in a, in a predisposed, angry manner, and, and be open to listening to the perspectives that the other party has, they probably realize that they have more in common than not. Absolutely. I Yes, yes. And it's just a cry and shame that at least right now, and you know, you and I weren't alive 150 years ago when uh, you know the Civil War was raging and there was the highest degree of disagreement and hatred that was pulsing through the lifeblood of America but boy it seems as bad as ever we've ever seen in our lifetime people just don't talk they just start lobbing names and um, rude comments back and forth and there's no room for discussion at all and it's too bad and and it brings it all the way back to the title of your talking is that is the power of asking right there you ask the question you get an answer and all of a sudden some lights start going off in both of your heads right. on both sides of the issue and 
I, I feel completely confident that I could explain to anybody why I stand where I stand. Right. In, in a non-offensive sit, way. Right. If they would just sit yeah. and listen to me. And that's that's the thing that we got to get back to. And or you know we have to strive for in our own in our, our own lives and in our own places of work. So instead of trying to solve world hunger out there in all of the world of national politics, how about we decide to solve it within our sphere of influence of those people that we interact with every day? That's that's really the only thing that we have that immediate control over, or or the ability to influence in in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's an excellent idea. And I think we've um, we've used that as an example before. You know, you yep. just deal with the world that you are interacting in right now and, and be the example that you want others to to see and uh, and, and, and the behavior that they uh, you want them to emulate. And I think that, um, you know, that the conflict and I, I'll tell you that, um, you know, talk about the the wisdom of the aged, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm, I'm not sitting here. From a, uh, or certainly don't intend to be sitting here from atop a, a throne of hypocrisy, because I'll tell you that um, I am way better at dealing with conflict now than I was 20 years ago, 10 years ago. No doubt. Um, I, I just I think about it differently, and I and I decide, you know, whether or not I'm going to let somebody jack my day up. Yeah. You know, that, because nobody can jack my day up unless I let them. Right. You know, they. I, I can't have a bad interaction with anybody unless I decide to let it get on me. Right. And uh, I'm I'm in control of that. Right. Given given uh, given external forces control of your of your mindset is uh, not a good way to live your life. Not a bit. Definitely not. Well, this has been a great conversation. I, I got a lot out of it. I got way more than I think anybody listening. I really do. Every time we go through this, that's what I think. So yeah, it's a it's a great exercise. I, I enjoy it. I, I get a ton out of it as well. And uh, I know that that I've received great feedback from some folks that, that listen to this regularly, and they uh, they get you know they get a lot out of it as well. So I, I appreciate the. Uh, I, I don't walk around. Uh, asking for the feedback right so you know if, if folks are listening and 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 they want to offer it i greatly appreciate that that's actually one of the things we learned um going through this process that was one of the um guiding uh principles if you will or the suggestions out there in podcasting is don't don't be looking for feedback you know because you'll you, be disappointed yeah you'll be disappointed because right. you may not get it right so uh, the fact that we've gotten any feedback from anybody that's listened i think is a great thing and and i i thank all of you who have offered that feedback up and um, I, uh, I know we'll continue to have quality conversations and and we're about to uh, to close out episode number nine so we're gonna move into double digits double. here next week oh my goodness yeah yeah we're on, we're on a roll we're on a roll so I'm having fun it gets better every day yes indeed thank you for uh, for the great conversation and uh, until next time Enjoy the ride. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Graybeard Chronicles. Please subscribe so you'll receive notification when new episodes are available. To learn more about the Graybeards, visit their website, graybeardchronicles.com.